0: Listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas. This episode features local psychedelic hip hop duo, the Counterculture.
1: How's it going, guys? How are you?
2: Chilling, chillin'. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Cool,
1: cool. Go ahead and uh,
2: introduce yourselves. They call me UTC, Utopian Child of the Counterculture.
3: And I'm Icarus of the counterculture. We
2: make psychedelic
3: hip-hop.
1: What inspired your trippy
2: R&B-like sound? It's probably searching for something a little bit different, you know? And just going with who we are naturally. It's just a, pretty much a culmination of
3: both our styles, too. And then we try to like interweave it and mix it into what it is right now.
1: So who writes the lyrics and uh, who puts it together uh, musically?
2: It's a collaborative effort on the lyrics, for sure. Like, we definitely spend some crazy, crazy nights writing, writing stuff. Because for me, I have to get into a pretty trippy zone for a lot of my stuff. Because I get really emotional. I, re- I tend to pour my heart out onto on tracks. So, mm-hmm. so it's actually dope having these guys there uh, to kind of guide that trip for me. And then uh, we work with a producer out of Portland, Oregon... Uh, Stuart Villain He's worked with some pretty big names in the industry And I just happened to know him from 10 years ago When I started this journey Just blessed to fucking work with him Like we tell him the slightest, slightest things About ideas that we have for tracks And he'll send us something And it's almost always spot on cool. So that's cool yeah. And psychic <laughs> yeah.
1: Well how'd you guys meet? Because you guys are a very different looking pair
3: Well we actually met through Another hip hop group that we were kind of working with and, um, yeah, it was just kind of like that. We were kind of our own, like, separate thing yeah. so far.
2: Street Fest, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Street Fest 2016 was, like, the probably the biggest thing. Like, we all shared a stage. UTC here set up a lot of, like, art stuff and wow. things for it. And Cool. Yeah. Although we were performing separately, it eventually turned into this. Cool. Yeah, you also do art, right?
2: Uh, I DJ and, and I do hip-hop. I, I'm... I scribble around, but no, oh, okay. I, I really enjoy the art scene, man. I love graffiti. That's kind of what got me into everything, so. That's actually, that's how I got into hip-hop. I was building walls for graffiti artists to go and do outside of local venues. Cool. In, well, in Portland, Oregon, actually. <laughs> so you're a transplant? I have, No, I, I'm a runaway
1: you a runaway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i ran away from old Paso and ended up coming back after a little while and not not really ran away but you know what i mean when when to find myself yeah you had to get away on a journey yeah i was I, I was pretty crazy when i was when i was younger so
1: do you guys record your own music you just mentioned a producer but do you guys uh record demos yourself and then uh work out the ideas with producers or how do yeah, you guys get Yeah actually
2: done? we do record our own demos but we like to try to get into studios, so actually, we'll be uh, recording hopefully four new tracks.
1: A nice new EP, huh?
2: Yeah, definitely. It'll be
3: fun. Pretty much that uh, UTC here said uh, we like to record our own things. Uh, we were actually living apart. I used to be living in uh, Las Cruces, so you kind of send ideas back and forward. And- you guys were emailing <laughs> each other tracks. That's cool.
1: That's kind of hard to do if you really think about it, because you have to actually check your email. You know. Oh or- yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: the hard part. it's uh, it
1: a a
2: lot of gas money too. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah.
1: So you guys were like commuting to each other to make some music. That's a pretty yeah, strong for- connection, man. Because that's like a almost a two hour drive from Cruces to El Paso. Yeah. So what keeps that connection so strong between you guys?
3: Well, I guess it's uh annoying that we, we really have something. Like we get we get a lot of reaction from the music we do and mm-hmm. especially when we do live performances, like we get a lot of good reactions from people. And yeah, it's something we're both passionate about. So of course, like, you know, driving to and from El Paso like isn't a isn't a big deal. Cool. Some real commitment here. I feel <laughs> the love. Yeah, the commitment uh grew. We're now roommates. So that way we get hit a little harder. That's good. I like that guys. <laughs>
1: You guys released an EP last year called um, Project Tranquility. Uh, do you care to share some details on the production of it?
2: Actually, that's funny you say that. Uh, Project Tranquility is how this all got started. So the counterculture didn't exist when that idea happened. It was the more the idea was that we knew a lot of talented people or a few talented people. I think there's five people on the the EP. And so, you know, we we just got three other guys together and said, hey, if you guys want to do this, let's fucking go for it. Instead of saying, OK, well, let's try to plan this and this and this. Let's get rough, rough edits out there and worry about trying to get mixing and mastering done after we can hear our own product, you know, and I have enough rough knowledge Chris has a lot more knowledge as far as mixing and mastering so we do do okay with our own edits mm-hmm. but we do nothing compared to what we get out of the studio for sure like shout out to Beacon Hill for real they they cool. helped out a lot
1: So they helped out a lot on that one
2: On uh actually no on on the song right now What was that like
3: Well it was all it was all pretty fun first time being in a studio like that you know (laughs) aside from home recording so it was was pretty interesting just having all that space and having everything set up and yeah and just going through all the mixing and mastering process i was able to just sit there and just watch them as they do it cool so learned a lot from that too that's what i was about
2: to ask (laughs) like did you learn something what did you learn not a damn thing, <laughs> no man. um, it was a trippy experience. it was actually it, yeah, my whole damn life is a story, man, that's why I write that's for real. why I write, mm-hmm. so like some of the some of the craziest shit that happened to me in a long time happened like two days before we walked into that studio, so it, I was in a very lucid, surreal place when we were there. It was fun, man. That's 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 really what it was for me. It was super fucking fun. I definitely got to learn how to set up a microphone, which was which was really cool. Nah man, but we we exper- experiment they they let us in their full studio. We got to experiment with sounds. We got to experiment with different ways of recording, and they were really open to definitely letting us jam out. Anyway, it kind of turned into a very beautiful thing. So cool.
1: Anything else you'd like to add?
3: Well, no, it was a very humbling experience. And a shout-out to our videographer, He, You can actually see a lot of that in the video for right now, the music video. (laughs) So a lot of us smiling, laughing, just having a good time. So is that the latest video you guys have, or do you guys have other music videos out there? We do have a couple of um, music videos out there for Mm -hmm. a song called December 14th and Blood Clot. (laughs) So those were part of uh, Project Tranquility. And yeah, those are the only three we have out right now, but we plan to have some more in the future.
1: So that project, Tranquility, was more of a a mixtape featuring like friends, right? Like
0: yeah.
1: a compilation
2: EP, almost, right? Exactly, exactly. I had I had Stuart Villain tell me ten years ago to 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 rap, and so I kind of took it as a joke for a while, and then I and I started perfecting it, and so over time, I had I had gained these instrumentals that really deserve to be out there. And I knew a couple people who were writing at the time and that's kind of really how it started. Cool. You know, and it just it just happened. We just recorded it actually right around the end of the year and then ended up releasing it at the beginning of the year and and it's it's been a trip man because if you know, I think we started this in November. So, and, like, right around, that was right around the time the actual, the counterculture was conceptualized. So, it's it's a very sh- short journey for us so far, you know, comparatively speaking, I guess.
3: Yeah, pretty much. It was just something we kind of, kind of casually mentioned at, a, what is it, Boomtown? We're like, oh, we're going to start this new thing. We're going to be called the counterculture. And then... <laughs> I forgot about that. And then we started actually, like, making the Facebook page, making the YouTube page on, uh, it was October 20th.
1: Making it real.
3: Yeah. That's cool.
1: Your live show is interesting. It involves electric violin. Is that what I've seen? Or electric viola? It's actually a ukulele.
3: Electric ukulele. Yeah, I got, I got a little, um, a little pickup that I kind of just, like, affixed to it and yeah that's well, that's a you we kind of me man <laughs>
1: all this time I was thinking it was an electric viola and like <laughs> I would think like these guys are like the ground Underground a little bit <laughs> like, you know? and the vocals get very emotional at your guys' shows how do you guys like to approach the live show
3: really all it is is just feeling it out like just, just our emotion like our lyrical content is completely emotional that's stuff that we that we both always go through. Mm-hmm. So when we perform it, we really want to put it out there because that's ultimately what people are going to feel in the music. If there's emotion, and that's usually what gets people moved and pretty interested in our in our music. I elaborate more on the ukulele and the pickup you put in it. That's pretty yeah. cool. It was a little thing I bought off of. Uh, well, you know, you know those apps that ship things from China. So it was a little mm-hmm. uh, pickup for a dollar but the quarter inch connection and yeah i just kind of fixed it to it well that's what i was doing before we were the counterculture i would i like to do like little covers and songs on the ukulele so i needed a way to to kind of get that out there i bought it for four street fest actually and plug it into the amp
2: and yeah yeah and then one day you sang into it trip me (laughs) you know trip me out and I think that's where we get that that trippy sound for more of our harder songs.
3: Yeah. Um, what made you uh, sing into it? It was just um, playing around with the with the ukulele plugged in, and I had a guitar effect processor. So it was just kind of like playing around with it, like thumping on it. And I liked the uh, the resonance when you actually sing into it. So I wanted to see if it could capture that. And so yeah, that's how that came about. Like I just put a put a bit of a delay, and then sang into it, and that's that's how that got started
2: for a lot of our art our, our, I, I definitely can speak for myself going back to how we prep for the shows mm-hmm. but also just in that moment in general anytime we're creating or performing or whatever i, I like to really be lucid in the moment i like to 100 percent in the moment not worrying about anything i've been through not worrying about anything i'm going to go through but what i'm sharing right then and there you know mm-hmm. i think that's a big part of how i express myself as an artist. You know and and I always tell I always tell this guy it's like it's fun because everything working up to the show is work recording is work writing is work putting ourselves out there is work this is work and then when we, we when we get to go beyond stage and get in that super lucid moment that's my passion that's what I love to do
1: it also seems like y'all are playing everywhere
2: what are you guys working towards this year
1: what's the ultimate goal for 2018?
2: uh shout out asap mob shout out asap ASAP (laughs) my fucking it's last year being broke for real what we're working towards is being able to share ourselves on a bigger platform for Uh sure what he
3: said (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just uh trying to grow more like trying to get bigger venues like start doing festivals and things like that and uh, you know to really share what we love doing
1: yeah cuz your your guys' name is always like on every other flyer that I see and I'm like damn
2: these guys <laughs> I've
1: seen these guys and it's, these guys are still like these guys are going these guys are really going.
2: Yeah, you know, it's been really humbling honestly man. Yeah. Like shout out to everybody working hard in this town for real. Like shout out to you, shout out to people who have been holding it down for a minute. And for it to just like accept us into the scene like this has been humbling. It's, it definitely pushes us to make cool
1: music. Are you guys currently working on new music? Uh, You mentioned that you're heading to the recording studio.
2: Yeah, we're working on a
3: couple new tracks. We're going to try to record four. We we have four new
0: tracks.
3: Yeah, we are writing. Yeah, well, we have have Uh, them done. We're trying to get them all recorded, but... (laughs) mm
2: I feel like when we're when when we together, we're always working on music, too. It's kind of crazy, because every time we finish a track, it's always like, oh, what about this instrumental? Do you have anything for this? And it's like, oh, yeah, I have these three or four lines, or I have this hook, or what do you think of this? Oh, that doesn't work. And then it just, we just start working on another song, literally. That's, cool. you know, it's a trip, man. It's been fun. Stack them up. That's it. How does
1: El Paso inspire you?
3: Oh, man, well, just being born and raised here, like, I've always been... And surrounded by the culture. Uh, my dad was uh, like a tattoo artist here. Mm. Like, he doesn't have it anymore. He didn't have it for like many years, but just being ingrained in, in the arts around here was always very, well, just pretty awesome. Just being able to see all that, especially as a kid. And know, yeah, just everything the sights and sounds, you know, the star on the mountain and things like that.
2: Uh, it's a unique ass place, man, to be honest. It's fucking cool. It's cool growing up here. All my experience has been from here. You know, everything I know and that I carried out was obviously from this culture. And and it's a trip and it's kind of sad to say, but in my view, when I left, it was like, holy shit, man. Like, I, I couldn't believe the world was as biased as it was when I left because mm-hmm. where I grew up, how I grew up, in El Paso, Texas, we treat each other with genuine respect. You know what I mean? And to see and to, to live in a place where i felt like i was able to to express myself and like yeah there were hard times and yeah there were disagreements but at the end of the day everybody barbecued everybody ate people were out at the park on sundays you know mm-hmm. if you remember el paso in the 90s it was beautiful mm-hmm. and it's still beautiful it's just maybe that that's not what people do today you know but that's still how we see each other as family you know it's Town it's a trip man i love this place for that for sure
1: is there anything else that you'd like to add guys
2: support local art man for real like if if you if you hear something that you like support that shit where can people find your music the counterculture music dot com you find everything from there I mean we have all our social medias posted there check out YouTube we'll be releasing videos our Instagram we'll be releasing snit bits We pop on Snapchat and I don't even really understand how that works. So, (laughs) Just like what uh, UTC said, the
3: counterculturemusic.com, pretty much links to everything. And yeah, even Snapchat. Sometimes you could find, you just go to the geotag locations, tap a hotspot. If we're doing a show there, you're more than likely going to catch us. Cool. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Thanks for having us, man. Thank you, boss. Appreciate it.
0: Check out this track by The Counterculture. My life stays so golden. Thank you for being a friend. My face got pain, I'm not holding. Just know it's gone with the wind. The feeling, the vibe, the timing is right. You believe in synergy, coming up right now. The energy to be up right now is a hearing me. And I will back down, no fearing me. From the world right now, face the me
4: i all no Anger in my veins, too vivid. Voice in my head can't listen. Telling me hesitation is in my head. Killing or leave from cell, I end up dead. Drinking up ass out so I don't see red. Hope I don't block out or you'll be misled. Violence in my past can't scrap that. If I'm in your face, don't scrap back. Promise you are more than snapback. Death wish got me feeling havoc.
0: Since my life ain't so golden, fuck you for being a friend. My face got pain, I'm done holding. Just know I'll be gone with the wind. The feeling. Coming up right now, the energy to me up right now. Is a hearing me? And I'm all back down, no fear in me. From the wall right now, face staring me. face staring me. the end of the show thank you for listening you can find this podcast on itunes google play music and stitcher radio be excellent to each other and party on